sound, a universal energy forming organic tribal algorithms that span the globe, reaching down to its very core.
shape and image Many would be intimidated by this gentleman that I was I saw him at a a, not a convention, but it was a comic book release party at Golden Apple Comics for my buddy's uh, super pirate booty friend, Stephen Stephen David. And um, I was like, I just knew I had to talk to him. I shook his hand, and I missed the set. The deal was done. So I had Dragon here, and I'd like to say hello. Dragon, how you doing, my man? Doing real good, Uncle Earl. Yeah? Yes, sir. I know you're over there vibing in the corner listening to your own jam. <laughs> you know, I was just transcending, you know? I was mending and transcending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nice. Yeah. But like I some listeners, I mean, you, you have such a story, and I just feel it needs to be told. Because, you know, we, we all have misconceptions when we look at someone you know, at first glance. We don't know what their story is, and we make judgments. And when I saw you, I didn't do that. I just said, man, wow, I know this guy has a story, and i got to get to him. And I know you do. But first, could you tell me this? What is What, what does Dragon stand for? You know, it's the, it's the good of the good and the bad of the bad. It's ultimate evil, empirical evil, or it's, an, or it's absolutely uh, the light. It depends on, on the fashion, the situation, and the, uh, the way that you approach it. I pretty much was given the name Dragon, mm-hmm. Flying Dragon, okay. through, my, through my fight background and my martial arts. Okay. And um, can we tell, what's your real name? David Allen Hill. David Allen Hill. Yes, sir. And where's David Allen Hill from? David Allen Hill is from uh, his mother. Okay. <laughs> Got me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, when you ask me what my sign is, I'm going to tell you a stop sign. <laughs> okay, all right. But your origin. Yeah. I mean, you, My origin is from Covina, California. I'm native California. Native California. California. Yes, okay, and you grew up there, and you did the whole school. You, you edu- were educated there. and Well, you know, I, I, um, I went to five different high schools. Okay. Uh, not because I'm an Army brat, but because I got in a lot of fights. Okay. And... Uh, I never started any of them, I promise you. <laughs> but uh, you finished I did it. finish a few. <laughs> a few. That's right. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, basically, uh, you know, uh, left home at a younger age mm-hmm. and kind of uh, by necessity. Okay. I uh, lost my mom when she was 58. Mm-hmm. And uh, two weeks after that, I fought uh, a, a very dedicated fighter named Cheyenne at the Woodland Hills Marriott. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was grieving over my mom's loss. Mm-hmm. You know, the loss of my mom and whatnot, and uh, you know, uh, I was still able to defeat Cheyenne in about I think it was eight eight minutes and fifteen seconds. Wow! And uh, you know, shout out to Cheyenne because he's a true warrior yeah. uh, from. Um, but this from is the one thing people might know: you're you're yeah. an ultimate fight champion. Um, yeah, I fought NHB Extreme mm-hmm. and no rules, mm-hmm. but I never seen a referee on the street. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I think life's a, a much tougher fight than the one in the cage. I know that's right. Uh, yeah, you can't throw in the towel in life. That's right. You There's can't no tap bell. out. No, 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 no. You got to no stay there and beat the referee. Around, saying round three. No, yeah, you can't be preoccupied by the eye and candy. No, that's right. That's no, right. Sir. So let's let's go back a little mm-hmm. bit before that. Um, you, are you from a large family? Do you have brothers no, and sisters? No, no, you know, my mother was foster mother of the year okay. twice. Cool. And uh, basically, she had over 60 foster children. Wow. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, something like that, and then to have it be a divided house is, is really, uh, it's a strange irony mm-hmm. in life. You know, here they're taking care of underprivileged kids. Yeah. And yet there are two kids that were there, my mm-hmm. brother Danny. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, basically, uh, Danny was kind of swept under the carpet, mm-hmm. and I came from an abusive situation with mm-hmm. my father. Okay. And uh, since then, he's he's totally recovered from that. And you mm-hmm. know, we can't pick the parents. You know, that's right. We can't pick right. our parents. That's and, right. And 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 if they take you into this world, they try to do the very best that they can. And right. you know, they were just having a hard time. When you're a young child you think everything is reflected upon you. Mm-hmm. When they scream and yell, when they get into an altercation, you're the cause of it. Right. You know? So you, you kind of develop this shell. Yeah. So, uh, But I think my dad teaching me how to fight at a young age is probably why <laughs> I became a two-time champion. But let me tell you this. You know, every, they always say the perfect family. I don't think anyone has the perfect family. I didn't have the perfect family. I mean, my parents did the best they could, too. You know, we were, we were poor in New York, in Brooklyn. You know, we, we did the welfare thing. And government cheese all that stuff and we you know and my parents divorced when i was young so i came from a broken home too you know but they loved us still Mm -hmm. and the only the one thing i remember is that when we were in court and the judge said who do you want to live with now what the hell do you ask a kid something like that for who do you want i want to live with both of them of course you know what i mean i know so coming from a broken family or foster it's it's we all live in this thing the same basically and we're just all trying to do the best we can you know, yeah, so, you know, and, and you only have one set of parents. That's right. And, and you know, and when you lose them and you don't have a chance to say goodbye because mm. you don't know that that's their, you know, their time to leave, mm-hmm. it, it, can, it can really create a, uh, a real burden, yeah. a, a guilt, an obligation mm-hmm. that you keep carrying. Is that actually, and we'll speak about this at another point in time, but this is actually one of my, my spoken words. It's, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's all about a broken box. And, you know, I start out, you know, a broken box is empty of the content of love, and that's no way for any child to come up for the hidden sin is the heavy burden they've been given, you know, given along with the guilt-driven obligation to keep on carrying mm-hmm. for it's sealed with aggression, masked by ill-gotten affection. It leads to the wrong choices and the dangerous chances they keep on taking. Nice, yeah, yeah. nice. Well, I want to I wanna hold off on that. We're going to yeah, get yeah. more in-depth in a minute, mm-hmm. but I've got to take a break. But, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Dragon. On the underground and I'm experience. here with Uncle Earl. <laughs> He's here with me. I'm here with him. <laughs> we are one today. And uh, we'll be back with more. But before we go, I want to give you a little piece of inspiration. This is a brother I I acquired from France. His name is Marc Legrabe. And this song is called You Draw Me. Enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. Time to flee Had nowhere to go 
No reason to leave, no chance to see Lost in the jail of my mind Naked, poor, and blind Away, away Remember when I used to disappoint you Pass you by Wanted to fill the void of my soul But was never satisfied Lost in the jail of my heart Searching for peace of mind And then you came to me Raise me and now you draw me Come with me. 
of Deuce Management. How y'all doing over there in Nottingham, UK? All right, I'm back here in studio with my guest, Dragon. How you doing, man? I don't know how, but I'm doing. Ah, you're doing. As long as you're doing, that's what we like, doing. So uh, we had left off, you know, talked a little bit about your upbringing, but now I want to talk about where was a pivotal point in your life? Um, Because we had discussed some things that were going on and that you had to do a turnaround. But can we lead into the turnaround what was happening? Well, you know, I was basically living the what you would call the American dream. Mm-hmm. I'd done some 30 or 40 martial arts films. Mm-hmm. Can you name a few? Uh, Deathmatch, Raw Target, Invitation to Die, uh, Forced to Kill, Mortal Challenge, uh, Bloodsport 2. So you've been around. Quest. <laughs> yeah, they all sound like romantic comedies, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, I take my date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, yeah, there's humor in the tragedy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, from, from, from that type of uh, Hollywood lifestyle to uh, having my own um, reality show mm. called uh, Boom. I also did a film called Splinter with uh, Tom Sizemore and Diamond Stallard Page that uh, Barry Levine produced and a film uh, called No Rules that uh, Jerry Anderson mm. actually directed and produced with Pamela Anderson. Nice, nice. Yeah, it, it was, you know, it's what people think that they want. And... Um, in, in the uh, business world, I worked for a uh, company, one of my mentors. You know, they say if you stand on the shoulder of a great man, you mm-hmm. sue for a thousand miles. That's right. And uh, you mean compliment you, to you. By you were wearing a suit? I wore a suit. Oh, you wore a suit. suit and tie. Right. Actually, I, I shouldn't lie. <laughs> it was not a suit and tie per se. It was a suit and tie environment. Okay. But um, since I was a closer's closer, like a okay. coffee closer, yeah. for uh, uh, things that I can't even spell, like commodities, <laughs> Uh, Craig Dingle kind of took me under his wing, and mm-hmm. uh, Ramey Abitrari ran the uh, company, became a Fortune 500 company, mm, nice. and I was called the unspoken leader, All teaching right. people how to close deals that were you know, twice my age, cool. and uh, at the same time, uh, losing my soul. Mm. I was going all across the world fighting, and mm. uh, they would pay for my fights, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, I just understood you couldn't wear your heart on your sleeve, right. and business deals are only as good as the contracts are written on, mm-hmm. and... Uh, I realized I didn't want to put people in the dirt, mm. and I had to step away from from a lot of situations that uh, uh, reality would sometimes dictate that that you do something uh, violence. Right, because that is a heartless world. It's just number crunching, basically, right? They step over their own grandmother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, present company excluded. Uh, uh, you know, Craig Dingo uh, was was my boss for some seven years. He ran mm. PRT. He's a, he's a mastermind of what he does. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to put fault out there, but right. Ramey's uh, financial partner was Adnan Khashoggi. Mm-hmm. I was owed, you know, some $2.2 million in restricted stock. And when my stock came up, uh, never got it. So, oh, man. Yeah, that hurts. When, 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 you're, when you're just out there, you know, mm. fighting for fish, that yeah, hurts. That yeah. hurts. Wow. So that kind of took me to um, a little bit of a darker area. Then my mom passed away. I was the last person to say goodbye to her, mm-hmm. and uh, I never found out that she actually uh, passed away until my brother told me. Mm-hmm. And then I lost a fight 
mm-hmm. to Amir at the uh, LA Civic Center. It was one of the fights I just went in. I just didn't fight. Mm-hmm. My mind wasn't there. My heart wasn't there. And uh, they didn't beat me up too bad, you know, over it. Um, yeah. But things of that nature, breaking up with my fiance, uh, uh, John Paul DeJoya owns John Paul Mitchell mm-hmm. Systems and Patron Tequila. But you're kind of like a gentle giant, right? Um, you know, Not really, you, you, you can do some damage. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is? It's, it's like I said, man, I've never seen a referee on the street. Yeah. And, and true martial arts really, really believes that, uh, if they're in the right, mm-hmm. that they can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. If they're in the wrong, then, uh, then they're going to be defeated. So right. it's, it's really a mental thing. And, that's uh, that's why I believe that, you know, I have so, so many mentors like Benny Okita's, uh, uh, James Tony, mm-hmm. Frankie Lyles, uh, you know, um, you know, I go down to Jeff Langton, Sensei Christopher Hunt. I mean, I could, I could spend the whole time just, just giving, giving out shouts and praises yeah. to David. Let me, let me, let me ask you this. Yeah. Who was the person that turned your head towards doing it legit as opposed to taking it from the street and putting it in the ring, in uh, the cage, so to speak? That would be um, Alan Tackett. Alan Tackett, he, uh, he had an underground martial arts school where we basically had mattresses and, and rolled up mattresses. And, okay. and uh, you know, it was stand-up and, 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 and ground, but it was real fight time. Just give you a little shout-out there. Yeah, it kind of sounds like I thought he was here for <laughs> a moment. I was looking around. <laughs> Sorry, I'm crazy like that. I'm crazy like that. But, um, no, give him extra serious business. Uh-huh. Um, so you, how long did you fight did you, the ultimate fighting? How long did you do that? Uh, I fought... Um, it wasn't UFC. That's the Fertitta okay, Brothers, UFC. Right. right? And I've got you know Frank Shamrock and Randy Couture and mm-hmm. Ken Shamrock and uh, uh, gentleman Joe Charles. A lot, of, a lot of different individuals that I look up to in that. But yeah. I actually fought NHB Extreme and UAGF. Okay. And um, got to see the world. Mm. But it was apparent that my mind was going to places like movies, and I developed my own comic book and uh, called Sheets of Metal. It was starting to move into different directions, and. Uh, you know, basically, uh, when I found out that uh, I was a day late, a dollar short, and on the wrong train, so to speak, uh, I started to decide that I was going to leave this this world, if you call it, uh, and go to the dark world. And uh, I became a user, and through becoming a user, I started bodyguarding for drug dealers and dominatrix. And mm. you know, you go from mansions to dungeons. Mm. And uh, some of times it was fun, and a lot of times it was not. Right. It started out. It started out to be honest start. with you, like porno and popcorn. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it ended up, you know, fighting for your life. All right. Yeah, right. literally, right. you know. And, and uh, I used to think that I was the one in charge, that I kept my faith, but God kept His faith in me and kept me from being touched. So, on that note, mm-hmm. I want to let them think about that for a minute. Sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you get an earful. <laughs> yeah, earful and a mouthful from Dragon. We'll be right back on our way out. We're going to hear from Mister. Crypt tonight with Winter's Heart. Check this out. They say that things just cannot grow beneath the winter snow. So what have been told? How can you love? Sunshine never enters that horizon line. Chalked out line, line. 
my bodily flesh Run the spot to the left on my chest Let this story be told Never run fold what happens next Cause it's a test to check What will occur when the world's at its best Will you stand in the line Or will you stand out from the rest They say that Push out ice from your chest at best Your tears freeze on contact with your flesh Mr. Frosty, where have you been? Cold buttons in a pipe and a heart full of sin Forced to walk in the wind Weathered by the freeze and strikes that hit hard Trying to turn the bad cards to a royal flush But hush, you only sold the ice to dark mush Slush that clogs to the walls of your arteries Shotgun blast, try to murder me But you can live in the frozen abyss or head home Live with the guilt or clear them icebergs Now straight out of your dome Never live alone, reach up to the sky, ask why Or live up in the storm till the day that you die But blue eyes never look the same when they froze in the gray They say that Frozen the ice, standing in the cold water, then you pay the price. Rolling the dice, hoping to gain a single step right out of your vice. But you say, fill another cup, make sure you add ice. It's a game between mice and men, fights within life based on what's right and sin. It's a constant battle to him who chooses to grin, who never wants the sun to come out and win. So sit in your frozen corpse and move through the day. Stiff to the world and things that I say. It's a cold winter day when it snows inside. You're Temple was still forced to halt from your fire, but today is the day I grind away the deep sheet. Let the water dry and heal from the beat. Let the heat come in and remove the snow. Now you know this is how the story goes. Yeah, this is how the story goes. Stand up and see. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second half hour of the Underground Experience with me, your host, Captain and DJ, Uncle Earl on the radio. How you doing? Y'all still hanging in there with me? I hope you are because I'm having a great day today. Um, here hanging out with my man, Dragon. And we've been just talking about life, 
ups and downs, spirituality, and keeping it moving and moving forward. But, you know, as I do, I always like to give you a positive message for the day. And I have one that I want to share with you. And it's simple. This author is unknown. But it says, when you are out of quality, you are out of business. And the thought of the day goes on to say, maintain the quality of your product or service. Your product of service is your calling card and your business reputation. Check this out. Like Mary Kay, she built her business on the golden rule. You should create the same type of experience for your customers that you would like to receive. And that's what we do here at the Underground Experience, ladies and gentlemen. We like to give and receive love, understanding, and nurturing qualities. But am I talking too much? I don't care if you think I'm talking too much because we don't talk enough. Communication is the key. Everything is such such technology-based, and we're into our computers and our Twitter and our MySpace and Facebook, and we don't sit down and have a good old hearty conversation like we used to. And we need to take it back. And while I'm doing this, I need to thank some folks in the meantime. I need to thank my record label, Fertility Records in Las Vegas. Hey, Mark and Jezebella, how you doing? I need to thank KCLAFM, who has been housing me for the past year and a half. Thank you, guys. There's some action down under in Australia. Hurricane Global Management and Entertainment, Justin Barnes and Andrew Brown. How you doing, Mike? Good day. And there's Ian Frazier of Empty Horse in Spain. DLMG Entertainment in Spain as well. David Fernandez Rodriguez, Ms. Brenda Brown of Brenda Brown Entertainment in Las Vegas, and my buddies over in New York City, my hometown, Q-Talk, Franz Hall and crew, uh, David McElwain of Alpha International Records, Mr. J. O'Connor of World Colors Network, Transmedia Brandcasting. The family is growing. We're on the rise and look out. The Underground Experience and the Ultimate Underground is coming at you. We just completed our pilot which is going to knock you out. We've got talent from around the world. And it's something a little different. Some may like it, some may not. But there's a message in the music and the madness. All right, now, um, getting back to what we were talking about with Mr. Dragon, I want to just give him the floor and let him bring you up to date on what's going on. Dragon, hit him with it. You know, I just wanted to uh, to uh, take this time out to thank Uncle Earl for uh, for being here. So... Obviously, I'd like to also thank all his sponsors because without his sponsors, he wouldn't be here. And if he wasn't here, I certainly wouldn't be here. But then we but let me tell you, it's yeah. not it's not sponsors, man. These are love offerings. These are just these are people just to step to you. Yes, I understand. Yes, uh, you know, no binds. It's a love sharing we're doing here, a love fest. A lot of love around Isn't this wonderful? place. There's a lot of love around Isn't this place, wonderful? man. Yeah, different than the cage. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. So you want to lay something on a man? I, I do. You know, yeah. I, I wanted to. Uh, to, to dedicate this to um, all the soldiers out there, to the ones that are fighting in the military, to the ones that are fighting on the street, to the men, the women, and the children all over this world, to local soldiers that I, that I know that uh, have reached out and gave me their love as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forrest Henry, uh, Trisha Summerlin, Kenny Schwartz, Susan, uh, Uncle Gino, Uncle Al. I have all these different uncles. <laughs> Uncle Frankie, now you Uncle, got Earl. Uncle Earl, <laughs> see, see, and 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 to uh, and to Curtis Blow, to the Wu Tan, to Kurt, to 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 Maury Bay. Just uh, if I if I forget anybody, uh, I apologize, but I'll catch you on the next round. I promise you. Um, 
this is uh, dedicated to uh, the most important soldier of all, and that's God's soldier. And uh, I'm just so honored to say, like just like each and every one of you, that I'm also one of many God's soldiers in the war against poverty, sickness, and sin. And it's now forever my humble opinion from where I've been sitting that none of us before or since have said anything that has not yet been written. But just look at me. I'm sure you can see I'm not the one disrespecting. No, on the contrary, I am so blessed for all that I've been hearing. So thank you, each and every one of you, for taking the time to listen to one of God's soldiers' opinion. See, I believe we need to stop our evil ways or we're going to burn. I believe we need to help out the less fortunate, no matter how much or how little money we happen to earn. I believe we need to take our time to use our mind. It's such a priceless gift from above just to be able to learn. I believe we need to have the power, the patience, the strength, the resolve, the courage, the will to once again wait for our turn. I know when we look down, it's the same hard, unforgiving ground. And when we look up, the sky, our dreams, our aspirations, that's our true ceiling. But when we crawl inside and try to do what's right, sometimes, man, it seems those walls, they start closing in. And when we step outside, unfortunately, the truth is, robbing, stealing, and killing all over this precious world once again. So while my heart keeps beating, while my clock keeps ticking, and while the walls seem to be closing in, I still can't keep from thinking. Can we, you and me, here today, be the generation to one day stop the bleeding? See, I know we try to speak our mind, but it seems like no one cares enough to listen. It's so hard to say how you feel from the inside when you're the one left alone, you're slowly suffocating. Believe me, I thought I knew who the fingerprints are, but for me, it was too incriminating. For the powers that be, they can't keep on scheming, stealing, like the changing of each and every season. I hope and pray there's a change we can all believe in. I know that's the current president's champion slogan. Their plan was not to leave us weaponless, homeless, penniless, defenseless. While the evil and corruption is infectious, contagious, and yes, it's courageous. Some of you older than I fought and died for the, light, the right of the land of the free, the home of the brave. That's the promise that you gave us. Not to spend our free time trickulating through these colorful pages with some false sense of security. That there was a comic book hero that was going to come off the silver screen or the comic book pages to one day care enough to save us. See, they're charting our legacy. It's so important to me how we're going to be seen throughout our own history. Are they going to say, sadly, we live vicariously through others' misery? Or once again, we became our own worst enemy? Or finally, in a cause we can all unite and agree, no matter our background, no matter our financial stability, our ethnicity, we're the very reason today we continue to be free. If you all know, we need to speak the truth or say nothing at all. I promise you, it's no shame. We will all get down on our knees. We will need to crawl. We need to trust ourselves and others, more importantly, enough to one day let go and fall. But we need to have the courage, the strength, and the resolve to dust ourselves off, stand tall, wait for our true Father's call. The enemy just radioed in. They said they already won. They said there's never been a place called heaven. And sadly for me, there is no point in going on. But God's soldiers in the war against sin, we can't take the time to listen until we've gotten information from the king of deception. He doesn't want us around for that divine intervention. He doesn't want you to know we got the cure right here for that worldly infection. So it's all the same to you. Let's just keep on marching in that righteous direction. For while we all fall to temptation, I promise you, we will stand strong in our salvation. This will never be ruled by the dark nation. So just like it was in the beginning, in the end, you will fail again, angel of sin. So while our heart keeps beating, come on. While your clock keeps ticking, while the walls keep closing in, I still can't keep from thinking, can you and me, brothers and sisters, be the generation and one day stop the bleeding. We need to get off the computer sometimes. Believe it or not, we need to learn to trust our own gut feeling. We need to put down our fists, our weapons, our hatred. Start some healing. We need to 
Remember, our mother, our father, and our true heavenly father, and the heart, and the spirit, and the soul that we've been so fortunate to be given. And right here today, we need to make a promise to start some healing. I believe that's the only way we'll be the generation that will one day truly stop all the bleeding. All right, ladies and gentlemen. You just got another earful, and I'm getting ready to hit you hard. The Underground Experience is going to uncharted territory, just as my brother Dragon is a new endeavor, a new way, a new spirit, a new vibe on the Underground Experience. Here we go, over across the seas to the Soviet Union. We're going to play off with a group by the name of Damarung, and their track is called The Legacy. Sent to me by Metal Scrap Records. This is a melodic black heavy metal jam. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the legacy.
Sometimes I, I think that uh, we might be the last generation. Mm. And by saying that, I, I think that uh, if you look at the signs of the times, if you look at what's you know, popular in the movie theaters and, and on television, it seems to be uh, a statement to the fact that uh, we might be living in the last days. And I know you hear that all the time, every generation, but I, I sometimes I believe that we need to feed. Actually, not sometimes. I always believe we need to feed the light. Yes. Walk away from the darkness. Keep up the fight. Feed the good. Stay away from the bad. Uh, you know, we've got the good. We've got the evil. Whichever one we feed the most is going to yes. win. Mm-hmm. So in answer to your statement, I think that we might be the last generation. And when I say that, we, we may never ever be buried. We might just be up in the heavens on the rapture. Just ascend. Just, just ascend. <laughs> That's a fancy word. Yeah. <laughs> we might just ascend. Up to another level. Yeah. With, with all of our friends, right? Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I believe that the future is going to be very exciting. Mm. And I believe that if you're walking in the light, you have nothing to fear. Mm. If you're walking in the darkness, you better start looking in the shadows. Right. Because you might start seeing your own image. Right. And let me say, I study Course in Miracles with Marianne Williamson. 
don't know if you know her, but she she has this quote. She says, "You don't bring the lightness to the dark; you bring darkness to the light." I totally agree. I believe you have to experience the darkness in order to be led to the glow of the light. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's in my book. It's like it's like that uh, allegory of the cave. Did you ever read that? No. No. Well. No. I don't read It's about cave dwellers As opposed to people living outside And what the, what the dichotomy is And the difference between Living in a cave with a light Or outside living in a shell Wow, you know I would think one would be A lot more depressing, right? <laughs> yeah, you know I've never read a poem I'm, I'm not much into okay. literature and things But yes. I read through, uh, through what I hear mm-hmm. And more importantly Through what I see mm. you know, So I, 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 I'm not much a book learned So to speak Okay, okay that's all good <laughs> Yeah, that's hard good. knocks of life Yeah, not, yeah not, not important yeah. So, um, okay, so you've been You've been a fighter You've had a reality show You've done music What is your biggest passion? Or is it all encompasses all? What I mean, what what really gets you going? What really gets me going is is uh, is music. Mm. Um, you know, in fighting, you 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 learn to uh, know your fan. You know, mm-hmm. and your fan is your most important entity when you're fighting because you can make them sit in, mm-hmm. sit up, sit down, mm-hmm. scream, right. be in shock, be in fear, laugh sometimes, unfortunately. Right. Right. But uh, in music, it's the same emotion. I mean, you can get up there and you can lift. The ultimate uh, thrill, the ultimate high mm-hmm. is to be able to affect people for the good. It's like six degrees of separation. Uh, and I feel that we've got, we really have a, um, a duty mm-hmm. when we get up there and we're speaking to the masses, whether it's one person or 100 million people, to be truthful and put the message out that's going to affect them for the good, for mm-hmm. the positive. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. That's, that's what I've learned from, from working with with, with you know bodyguard and drug dealers and you know, I don't knock on doors and cry for sandwiches so you know the way that I would get paid was right. you know through through uh, some sort of a uh, poison mm-hmm. and uh, the empirical dark world is a scary world mm-hmm. it's not about word deed honor and bond right. it's about deception and mm-hmm. darkness mm-hmm. and uh, you know I have an animal it's a cat I do too okay cool <laughs> and and, and uh, now the reason I have a cat is because I don't. I never really had a big enough place to have a dog when I was working in the dark world. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, my cat has been through trials and tribulations with me mm-hmm. uh, more than my girlfriends have. Okay. <laughs> and uh, every time I look around, my cat was still there. I okay, can't say right. the same about okay, my girlfriends. Right. All right? They're faithful. Yeah. Yes. So um, unconditional. Mm-hmm. So right. everybody says, "Well, your animal needs you to feed it to live." Mm-hmm. And my reply was, well, I need my animal for a reason to live. Mm. I was in the red light district without a watch. Mm. And, uh, you know, let's just say that empirical evil will do a good job of putting itself away. Nice. I've never okay. been a snitch, a rat, a canary. Mm-hmm. I've never uh, spoke out of turn. Mm-hmm. I've always tried to help. But when you're trying to save souls and you're, you're a lost soul, mm-hmm. in the dark world, you, you have to save yourself first. That's and right. then, and now that I'm walking in the light and I'm clear and I'm sober, I totally believe in this, um, mm-hmm. Uncle Earl, that there's three voices. Mm-hmm. One is deafening. It's constant. and ultimately wants you to kill yourself and kill everybody around you. Mm-hmm. The second is bouncing between indecision. Should I or shouldn't I? Should I or right, shouldn't I? And sometimes right. that's the worst. Mm-hmm. And then the third voice, I couldn't hear it unless I was in total light, sober, and extreme consciousness. And that's the voice that tells you to, you know, you know, take your vitamins, right. eat your food, say thank you, <laughs> right. read the Bible, say your prayers, yes. kiss your loved ones, yes. and, 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 and walk towards the light. Yes. That's the most difficult one to follow. 
but it also forgives you. Yes. And, 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 and God allowed me to keep my faith. So when I dug myself out of the dark world, hmm. and please believe me, I know we can all be homeless at Christmas. I know that this world is a very, let's just say, trying spot right now. Yes. But what an exciting time to be alive. Mm-hmm. It's the best time to be poor. <laughs> We're all <laughs> one step away sometimes. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah. you can't because, uh, you know, I talk about it in my book, man. Suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Mm. You better talk. You ain't talking to me right now. Um, what you talking about, Willis? No. <laughs> yeah. Man, wow, yeah. that's nice. But I, I have to mention the oh. track that I played leading into this segment was called Possessed by a buddy of mine out of New York City in the underground house scene, Mr. Jerome Andre. How you doing, Andre? Welcome aboard the Underground Experience Express. Yeah. And, um, okay, is there something that you can, a glimmer of hope or a little passage you can leave my listeners with today, you know, to sum up? Everything we've gone there is. through today. There is. Okay. Um, I mentioned that we could all be homeless at Christmas, yes. right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, sometimes we have to take the time, Uncle Earl, to stop talking and just listen. Unfortunately, when we're putting the spoken word out there, <laughs> we're putting the rap out there, we got to talk. Yes. But ultimately, sometimes we have to listen. Yes. And this, this goes like this. It's called listen. Mm-hmm. It goes, um, when we all walk down our own streets tonight, How many will stay and put on the look that only comes when you feel all your hope is forever gone? No matter how hard we try, I wish I knew the real reasons why. But it seems like all our dreams have been slowly denied. So tell me, how does one prepare for the eyes of a cold and hungry stare? And that's the windows of everyone else's soul that speaks of the devastation, devastation, the confusion, the frustration that's again everywhere. Does it matter who we came? Does the ending always have to be the same when them city blocks and those sidewalks begin calling out our name? It is a live and let little white as some do anything to get to the top. Will we ever come to understand on that path known as destruction? The end of us all may be the last stop. So I keep asking, asking only for your answer. One right now I know we all need. Can we find peace of mind? Keep our hope alive. We're just trying to survive. What's left to believe in? And why would someone as perfect as you, O oh Lord, listen to a sinner, a sinner like me? For isn't all of our children still left alone in the corners? They're far too young. What do they do wrong? Why don't they belong? Different faces from all kind of places. But after these many years, listen. Please listen, because they shed them same unheard tears. And when we finally honor the brave, how do you thank somebody for the lives that they gave? Too soon we will visit another hero's grave. So tell me if you can, what progress have we really made? For we're more than willing to pay the price, but at what cost? If someone ever drops that bomb, then we're all gone. Who won and who lost? So I keep asking, asking for your answer. One right now, I know we all need. Can we find peace of mind? Can we keep our hope alive? We're just trying to survive. What's left to believe in? And why would someone like you, as perfect as you, take the time to listen to a sinner, a sinner like me? Stop talking. Take the time to listen. For don't you know I am the only reason to keep on believing? For when your spirit was weak and you were ready to let go, I'm the one with the power to hold on. For your lessons here are not yet over, and the battle for your soul continues on. But you're all of my children. I died so you could be forgiven. Angels are singing. Church bells are ringing. Babies are breathing. And on to my demand, I promise you, one day all evil will be leaving. And then you will join me, the chosen few, forever. This time in my holy kingdom. But you need to take the time to stop talking and just listen. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Dragon, the man, the word, the life. With me, your host, Captain and DJ. On the radio. I want to thank you for tuning in today. 
please come back. And if you want more information on the music, the movement, please go to www.ultimateunderground.com and check out what's going down because it's coming at you on a bullet. This track underneath is by Mask Music Art out of France. Happiness Syndrome. So, ladies and gentlemen, in your day, your day, dawn, evening, dusk, whatever you're having, just have it. Love each other, love yourselves, and love your environment. We only have one. This is Uncle Earl signing off for now. Ciao. Of above and below.